0: LV55 Media LLC presents Private Investigation's Read aloud, a chronological scene-by-scene read-through of the Private Investigation's Book 1 and Book 2 novel for the viewing community. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Stephen Wilder studies himself in the horizontal mirror which leans up behind his bedroom door as he finishes dressing in his Alliance surveillance uniform. He picks up his Alliance field tech bag nearby off the floor, places it on the bed, then unzips several pouches and checks to make sure it's properly supplied. He checks his smartphone for any new messages before checking his first appointment for the day. Steven opens his bedroom door, shuts it behind him before punching several numbers on its screen. A slide bolt sound is heard. Standing in front of the guest bedroom, he punches several numbers on his phone screen, unlocking the door. After opening the door and entering, he observes a handcuffed Lisa with her feet still bound sitting on the floor curled up in the corner of the bedroom, looking towards him. Stephen glances at the tray with the food still untouched, sitting on the floor, near her, and becomes concerned. Lisa, you gotta eat, he says, somewhat disappointedly. I can't have you looking like skin and bones when you meet Blaine in a couple of days. Lisa, motionless, continues to stare at Stephen. Look, I'll be back in about four hours to pick you up and go buy some new clothes and a suitcase for your trip, he says. You're not going to be here that much longer. Lisa glances down at the floor, then back towards Stephen. You need to eat something. I'll be back in a little while. After exiting the bedroom, Stephen shuts the door, punches several numbers on his phone screen, and a sliding bolt sound is heard, locking the guest bedroom door. Donna enters her office clutching a sizable amount of mail. She sits down at her desk and begins to sort through it before placing several pieces towards the upper edge of her desk. Just as she stacks the remainder together, Jerry carrying a manila envelope and Holly enter her office. Jerry immediately begins flirting with Donna. Donna, pack your bags, girl. I just booked us a room at the Sands Resort in Vegas for next weekend, he says, very flirtatiously. Just you and me, baby, he quips. Donna, smirking and still clutching her mail, finally glances towards Jerry then her mail, then back towards Jerry again. Jerry, I'd love to go with you, Donna sarcastically answers in a teasing tone. But you know what? Your wife called earlier with a much better offer. Jerry frowns. Oh yeah? What was that? She booked she and myself a penthouse suite at the Zodiac that same weekend, Donna quips, causing both Jerry and Holly to smirk. Know what else she told me? That you couldn't go anyway, since you'll be babysitting your grandkids. Holly bursts out laughing while pointing towards Jerry. Ooh, she got you so good, she blurts out before cackling, causing Jerry to shake his head and smirk. That's a good one, Donna, he replies. I have no comeback on that one. Holly, still chuckling, looks towards Jerry, then towards Donna. Does he flirt like this every time he sees you, she inquires while smiling. Holly, it's been like this for 14 going on 15 years, huh, Jerry? She sarcastically answers as Jerry smirking nods his head. And he knows I'm always five steps ahead. Isn't that right, Jerry? Jerry drops his head and momentarily looks at the floor. After several moments pass, Jerry's smile disappears as he stares at the manila envelope he's holding and clears his throat, throat) which causes a concern look on Donna's face what's wrong Jerry we need to talk to you and Sam about several things we found troubling concerning the Lisa McBride case Donna momentarily looks back and forth towards Jerry and Holly before finally standing up okay let's go into Sam's office she responds coming from behind her desk as Donna exits her office she's closely followed by Jerry and Holly Sam's concentration is interrupted when the three of them enter his office, forcing Sam to stop working. Hi, Holly. Hey, Jerry. Sam says, smiling. As Jerry and Holly sit down in the empty guest chairs, Donna stands slightly off to the side. What brings you two by? Sam inquires. Sam, we've been digging hard into some of the case files involving several young missing girls, Jerry states, including Lisa's forcing a curious look on Sam's face. We've also done several follow-up interviews with the families and guess what? Four families, including Miss McBride, all had contracts with Alliance surveillance at the time of the girls' disappearances. The office grows quiet as both Sam and Donna stare at Jerry and Holly. Jerry quickly opens the manila envelope he's holding, pulls out several documents and hands them to Donna. Sam briefly observes Donna begin to review them before speaking. Hmm, that's not good, he says, before momentarily analyzing his thoughts. I'm curious, did the four families verify whether or not the girls were at home, similar to Lisa's situation? Holly looks back and forth towards Donna and Sam while explaining. Two of them fit the same pattern as Lisa's. The other two young ladies went missing at other locations, she says. Donna momentarily ceases reviewing the documents and looks towards Jerry, then takes a deep breath before speaking. (sighs) And speaking of Lisa, Jerry, you better brace yourself on this one. Jerry, somewhat confused, frowns while looking towards Donna, then Sam, then back towards Donna again. What? We just verified it yesterday that Lisa is actually Megan's half-sister. The office grows quiet again as Jerry's mouth falls open while Holly, with her eyes wide open, sits in her chair motionless. As they both begin to digest the information they just heard, Jerry's mouth is still wide open, glancing back and forth at Sam and Donna. Are you shitting me? Jerry, still stunned over what he just heard, sits motionless in his chair for several more moments as his eyes dart back and forth between Sam and Donna again. Are you seriously shitting me, guys? he blurts out. This is a joke, right? Both Sam and Donna stare at Jerry in silence while slowly shaking their heads. Sam grasps the collapsible wire mandala off his desk and momentarily begins to massage it with his hands as Jerry briefly rubs his hands over the lower part of his face before finally speaking. To learn more about Sam Aquino and the many other characters involved in these mysterious, intriguing, suspenseful, and coincidental fiction stories, purchase a copy of Private Investigations Book 1 and Book 2 in one volume by visiting Doran's Publishing, available both in softcover and ebook formats. Also available at Amazon Books and Barnes & Noble.